Hey everybody, and welcome back to Murder Blows. It has been a duration. Uh, I'm making a bet with myself that I'm not going to sing Stain, so that's why I didn't. Um, tonight, we are back, or this morning, or whenever you listen to this podcast, Macy is bringing it back hardcore uh, with one of the most uh, engaging uh, cases I think we've had. We've all been yelling, screaming. We're all going to go watch 48 hours after this. So we've missed you. Uh, let us know about your Halloween shenanigans. I don't know. But as always, with the super awkward intros, I'm Violet and I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Cody. Maisie. And Sasha. All right, so prep your ovens for your turkeys. That's coming up, but for now, just jam out to that sweet, sweet intro music. Gulps were a lot. Oh no. I just like ate a bite of my ego like right before I took a swig. And you know, I just egos don't need to be chased with wine. I just discovered that. Oh yeah, no kidding. Wow. Happy Stranger Things Day. I'm eating egos for dinner. That's cute. Is it Stranger Things Day? Hell yeah. What What makes it Stranger Things Day? Yeah. I don't remember. It's not a new season, is it? That was fast. No. I can is dream. Is it the first season's debut? I don't know. I don't think so, because I think the first I season had them for breakfast in October, see? I think it was like... Oh, it's just because our... we ate Eggos. Maybe. I don't know why it became Stranger Things Day. It just did. <laughs> I remember the first year it was like on election day, and I was like butthurt about it. I was like, I can't celebrate oh, Stranger I know Things why. Day. Why? It's the day that Will Byers went missing in the show. Ooh, on election day. (laughs) No, November 6th. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. One year, year, that was election day. We're back. We're back. Welcome back to the studio. (laughs) The studio. Can you hear me okay? Uh Uh-huh. I'm in my new closet. Are you in your new studio? Am I as echoey as the other office, which was my bathroom? No. Great. Perfect. I love it. Thank you. This is my closet. Welcome, MTV Cribs. Welcome to my closet. Here's my wine. In your closet. I'm telling you, I got a YouTube studio in a closet, and it's great. Because it's just all my shit in the closet. Yeah. I was like, John, when we moved in, John was like, okay, this space right where i am he was like this is gonna be like your like dresses and stuff right i was like no that's my studio (laughs) you can't touch that side i still love it is his clothes in the studio yeah oh (laughs) oh (laughs) so functional this is my my setup i can dig that so professional. I mean, clothes are just sound dampening, so... I know, right? 
I wanted to clap, but I'm not going to, for your Thank sake. You. You're welcome! <laughs> Wow's everybody's Imagine. life! It's been so long. I'm not going to say it's been a while. Are we recording? Uh -huh. <gasps> it's so wild that you said that, because Eric legit was like, I bet you're going to sing It's Been a While. And you're not like, going no, to. We're above I'm not that. Going to. We're grown, Eric. Yeah. Sasha um, has to go first, because she just went out of the country again. Mm -hmm. I went to Japan. It was great. I pet deer. Deer headbutt me. Deer? I... Wait, is there like a deer cafe? No, it's a whole city where the deer are sacred. It's called Nara. It's like uh, 45 minutes outside of Japan. Or, oh my god, 45 minutes outside of Kyoto. Bless up. I am jet lagged as a motherfucker. You're doing um, great. Thanks. I went to Disney. I did a whole bunch of shopping. I ate a lot of food. It was great. Got to travel with some good friends. So. And you planned that entire trip. I did. It was really easy, actually. When we got there, I was just like, okay, here's a direction. That is, like, my worst nightmare. I loved it. I loved wow. every minute of it, and everyone said I should do it as a real job, so if you want me to plan your next trip, my rates are very reasonable, <laughs> provided you're not an asshole. At, it's, uh, I don't know, you can email me at sashaandflight at gmail.com. See, that, what a perfect name for your own, like, travel agency, too. I love it. All you need is, like, an LLC, and you're good. Just open a new bank account. Ooh. You know, in the state of Tennessee, you can be a sole proprietorship or a partnership without a business license. Mm-hmm. I do know that because I used to work at a bank, so I know what an LLC is. <laughs> I love it. An LLC is neither of those two, but you do need a business license. No, one. yeah, you need one to open one. <laughs> nice. No, nice. I love what old jobs teach you. Oh, my God. So much and so little at the same time. All right, who's next? Well, you should have gone last, because nobody can top leaving the country. Uh, we moved, so that was fun. Fun for me. We moved one floor up in the same building, <laughs> which is, I highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> I really feel like the quality of our life has improved. <laughs> We're really less dramatic now that we have more space, and I can be in one room, and I can look around and be like, where'd John go? Oh, he's in the only other room we have. <laughs> But that's totally fine. Not the room I'm in. <laughs> Not the room I'm in. Um, yeah, that was that was our main event. We've both been working. John's been working a little bit more than normal. He just got uh, some some extra things piled on, which is stressful for me. I don't think I could ever be a military wife. This is plenty. Um, so kudos to you if you're a military spouse. <laughs> or in the military, because... Wow. Don't know how you do it. Um, things at work are good for the most part. We've got some things that are happening that are very stressful, but they're not in my control, so I'm just taking care of what I can take care of. I'm there to roast, or not to roast the beans, but to, I'm there to serve the beans, and then I leave, and then that's my job. I love that. Someone asked me the other day how I dealt with this particularly assholeish person, and I was like, well, I compartmentalize it, and mm -hmm. I turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Also, I'm back into crocheting, so I just take oh. out my frustrations on my pumpkins. The crocheted pumpkins? 
place? Yeah, yeah, that didn't... You all haven't been there in my living room, but that's what I've been crocheting. I love it. <laughs> that didn't make sense to anyone but me, but that's where we're at. Um, I have a fun announcement, but I can wait. We'll get to that before the case. I need okay. to stop talking so much. It's my turn. It's my week. Oh, no, you can talk as much as you want. Nope. Who's next? Um, I I feel like I've just been doing, like, nothing. I mean, me, same. Oh, That's why I was like, I, yeah, I went yeah, camping. Work. That's so fun. Yeah, that was fun. I don't. I didn't mean, like, I feel like I've been doing nothing. Ugh. I just had a rough day, so, like, my brain is just, like, it, like, I think Sasha can relate. When you get back from vacation, it's just like pure hell uh, on earth until your next vacation. I feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, what an amazing break. When's that going to happen again? Oh. Or, okay. Wow, what a great break. I left instructions on exactly what needed to happen while I was gone. And oh. Yup. Nothing happened. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, camping was super fun, though. I cooked a lot while I was camping, which was a blast. I've been cooking a lot. Uh, sorry for those of you that turned tuned into the Murder Blows Kitchen, and then I literally just had the biggest brain fart. Finished, <laughs> like, was scooping the damn beef stew into a bowl, and Eric goes, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I was like, just lay them both on me. And he said, good news, that smells amazing. Bad news, you are, like, dead ass, <laughs> like, starting a Murder Blows Kitchen. And I was like, Mm, yep, ex I totally was. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, I think I posted one step and then never posted again. He's like, mm, yep, that's exactly correct. <laughs> I was watching it and I was like, I guess she's dead. <laughs> well, so I okay, I had to go pick him up from work and then like I got distracted. And then, um, yeah, I just came back and made the stew and went to bed. Um <laughs> But I have been cooking a lot. I made beef stew, barbecue chicken. There was something else wild I made the other day. Wait, while like, camping? Oh. No, I was going to make the beef stew while camping um, and not do a murder blows kitchen because I let my phone die and just... After I yelled at people for like continually calling me on my vacation, I was like, R.I.P. I was going to post it on Instagram, but nope. Going to be in nature. Um, yeah. Uh but uh, I made mac and cheese, hot dogs, s'mores. Oh, I made bacon over the open fire. Forgot bacon grease fires oh. were a thing. <laughs> Isn't that such good bacon, though? Oh, yeah, the best. And my best. eggs were amazing. I tried to make French toast, but something went terribly awry. So I was like, oh, we're just having eggs now. Were you, like, in a tent camping? Not in, uh -huh. like, a camper? Look at you! How long are you guys gone? In the woods. <laughs> Well, so we were gone Thursday, Friday, and we left Saturday morning. Thursday, we, so Chattanooga is like, where is where we camped, and it's like a two and a half hour drive from us. Um, We left at 9.30 in the morning, and we did not get there till like 6 o'clock. P.M.? Yeah. That's the only other 6 o'clock after 9 a.m. We got so. stuck in like dead ass stop traffic. Oh my god. It was awful. Um, But we, we made the best of it, even though like I continually kept making it worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a wild ride. Um, but yeah, and then we got back into town. We went to McKay's and then ate a fuck ton of Jap, like literally a hundred dollars worth of Japanese food. Oh my god, my dream! That's what I want for my birthday to go to McKay's and eat a hundred dollars worth of Japanese food. Um, I'll see you in Nashville, but like in a onesie. In a onesie. 
Yeah. Maisie, there was something I had to ask. Oh, I guess I can do that here. I guess I can do that here. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I can't, I'm pretty sure I talked about getting engaged. Oh, anyways, what I wanted to ask you guys is if you would be my bridesmaids. Oh, <laughs> quit. Bridesmaids yeah, All of us? Like, yeah. Even, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> even me, because I've never been one before. Yeah. Like, welcome, nobody's ever asked me. Welcome oh. to the club. <laughs> Get ready. I'm Plus so magical goo jelly. I'll have to ask her before this, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Congratulations. I don't remember this. <laughs> I, oh. I wonder if it was the week you were gone. It was the week you were out. Oh, I was like, oh, oh I'm the worst friend, because I do not remember reacting to this news. <laughs> yeah, oh my no. god well, I'm so glad I haven't listened to the newest episode but if you guys haven't listened you should <laughs> oh so my god congratulations What's, uh, we'll talk later so you yeah. don't have to answer your questions now oh exactly. my god yay cheers, Sorry, <laughs> cheers. I should have done the camera it's not that bad actually yeah no it's so, like oh good <laughs> There's something um, in my cup. I think I'm being poisoned. Props. Uh, Cody, um, what you been up to? I'm, I'm, I'm unmuted and my house is noisy because my dog is running around wanting something. Um, I have been trying to just get caught up so that I'm not so stressed out. During holidays. And listening to podcasts and music and watching my usual like murder mysteries on TV. That's pretty much it. Nothing out, new and exciting. Out, out love a consistency. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> a little balance. Yeah, truly. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay stay caught up and I'm excited that I'll see y'all at Yamacon. Hopefully. Most of you. Mm, can't be there. <laughs> I'm glad we're back. Yes. It is a good time. You know what else is new and a good time? <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not Ooh. what you think. It's a new Ooh. I know. Oh, so the oh, This Flows Network open. has a new podcast. Uh, a new show oh. called The Snack Pack. It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a another female run podcast so uh instead of like the podcast dramas that are the most popular like true crime and movies uh this podcast is about snacks i have two friends natalie and michael michael did the not too close for comfort about the winnie the truck murderess so if her voice sounds familiar that's where she's from um natalie is one of like the smartest coolest people i've ever met when i mean smartest i mean like would go back to school for fun if she wanted to like just a brain with legs she's a they're both such goddamn delights uh so natalie has been obsessed with snacks all of her life and she was like i just always kind of want to talk about snacks and what i'm eating and why i like them and then we were like well let's do this so uh natalie is the host michael is the co-host and i'm just there sometimes and i'm there for tech support so 
check out the snack pack. The A's are asterisks, so we avoid any like trademark issues. Uh, there's three episodes up right now. We did the first one on like our favorite snacks from just like a quick market run. Uh, then we covered Halloween candy, and then this last episode we did pumpkin flavored things from Trader Joe's. So I'm so stoked for this. I love food. It's, I love food, and sometimes you just need something light to listen to, like not honest, so heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun to be on. It's fun to be a part of because it is so light. Um, the first couple episodes are a little long. The last one, the one about pumpkins, is like thirty minutes. So. Check out the Snack Pack. The A's are asterisks. Uh, they are the Snack Pack podcast on Instagram. Everything is spelled normally. And we'll be hyping them up every chance we get. I will, at least, because I really enjoy it. I'm a little biased, but I'm not on the last episode, so. It's, Sasha, uh... I think you accidentally made a company. Yeah. Sasha, you made a monster. I was like, Sasha, can we do this? How do I do this? I'm so sorry about to leave in 24 hours. It was good. <laughs> it worked out. You guys did a good job. It did. Uh, yeah, accidentally making a company is very on brand for me, I think. <laughs> As I stare at my stacks of business cards for another company. Uh-oh. Anyway. Uh-oh. No, it's not, it's not a new one. It's the travel company. Oh. Never you fear. Sasha in flight. Yep. It's very cute. Anyway, besides that, uh, the only thing I love more than snacks is coming back home Company on to purpose. my Arcadian Grooming and Blank Slate Labs products. There it I is. did not take them with me to Japan because they're too precious to waste. I did not want to put them in a travel container and not be able to scrape every last drop and use it. As a result, my face has been drier than the Sierra Desert, and I hate it. (laughs) Sasha, okay. I don't mean to interrupt you, but, like, I'm shook. I also did not take mine camping. I took my lip scrub, but nothing else. I should have just rubbed that all over my face at this point, but I have notoriously oily skin. I have never had dry skin in my life, ever, 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 ever. I swear to God. That I don't believe in. I swear to all things, Stranger Things, whatever, <laughs> horror movies, never. It's always been oily, greasy, disgusting, awful. Until I met Arcadian Blankslate Labs, whole nine yards. But I got back from my freaking camping trip, and my forehead is like a fucking desert. <laughs> it looks like an old painting, just chipping away. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like it's flaking. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Like seriously, I can't tell you guys right now. I cannot live with it at this point because I thought oily skin was the worst. Spoiler alert: it still is worse than the dry skin. I can kind of live with this. I also know what to heal it with: the banana face wash. Ooh. That's, it. That's all I need. My lips also haven't been chapped, and um, it dropped to twenty three degrees while we were camping. Jeez. Um. Yeah, so I am so amazed that my lips are just like still lips attached. <laughs> yeah, like I'm pretty sure they were just gonna like rot off of my face. Like usually during this time of year, I look like Reagan from The Exorcist after she's what? been like strapped to her bed and like thrown holy water on for like six days. But no, 
they're fine <laughs> carry on so sorry i had to get that out there no i feel you i ran out of body wash yesterday and it's like the kind of run out where like no matter how much you squeeze it's not coming out so i just used the banana face wash all over my body it was great can report skin feels super soft uh, so that you can get the banana face wash at arcadiangrooming.com or at Arcadian Official on Instagram. And while you're there on the Instagram, pop over to at Blank Sleep Labs and grab yourself, uh, you know what, a sweet and salty scrub, a salty, or a lip scrub. There's no salt in that one. There might be salt in that one, but it's mostly sugar. It's good and coffee. And um, what else should you get at Blank Slate Labs? There are things coming. Uni I can't oil. say anything. Oh, yeah. I use that stuff every day. That's what you heal dry skin with. Yeah. Use your uni I oil. use the uni oil all the time before I put on makeup. Well, not all mm -hmm. the time. Because I don't wear makeup all the time. But like it makes your makeup blend so much better. And it Ooh. doesn't... It helps with like the lines. You and better believe I'm going to try that. You oh, should. put it on first. And then put your Give makeup it a over seconds. it. Yeah, and then it also helps the makeup not, like, get into your pores. And it comes off super easy. Hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Hell yeah. I'm gonna like, I can't next. wear makeup without putting the uni oil on first. I love it. Save your makeup. Save your skin. Save your hair care products by using code MURDERBLOWS for 15% off at both places and tell them we sent you because we love you and we want you to love you too also get a chapstick your lips need Ooh, it it's cold dollar 83 213 what did we decide i don't know it's money it's not even real i'm gonna start buying christmas presents just saying so mm, i need to do that i already started nice i did not <sighs> i hate it i don't want to <laughs> i'm coming to tennessee for christmas isn't that enough Anything else fun and exciting before we get to the bummer? Not so bad. It's a bummer. Yeah, well. On a scale of 1 to 10, how bummer are we going? You know, look, I almost came back real whore. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I researched a case, and I'll go ahead and tell you because I probably won't do it because, my God, uh, Mary Beth Tinning is her name. Uh, essentially, over, like, a like 15 year span she had nine children one of them was adopted and they all died mysteriously Ooh. And a little munchausen's by proxy comes in and that but Ooh. yeah that's like nine kids though i don't want to that I was, was like, the lady that like held her kids and and like tortured them right no mm. she basically They're conveniently lived across the street from the hospital and like every when a baby would hit like two months old, she'd go and be like, Oh my god, it's the craziest thing. She had a stroke when she was asleep and they're like, Sids, 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 you get Sids, you get Sids. And mm. well, yeah. It's okay. not good. I uh I watched a movie a long time ago about this woman that like tortured her kids and shit. It was wild, very depressing, did not mm -hmm. end well. And then mm -hmm. like the very last thing, like usually when they're like, This is based on a true story, they showed it at the beginning, but they showed it in the end credits. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, if that made it like I almost quit the movie like seven times because it was so gross. Really? And it's hard to do for me. Yeah. yeah. You're the champ. So, yeah. But then I saw it was based on a true story and I was like, well, now I feel way worse. <laughs> Does it have a name? Uh, the movie's called The Afflicted. Let me see if I can find uh, everything about it. 
If that was her, that would be pretty wild, because I'm pretty sure the last child uh, was the one she was convicted for the murder of because she suffocated the baby. Why am I doing this? I said I wasn't going to do this. Mm. It's bad. It's not a good time. Obviously. Um, while I uh, look this up, I do have kind of a cute story if you want to uh, yeah. combat that. Um, so for those of you that don't listen, sorry to talk about my fiance uh, <laughs> so much now. <laughs> uh, I'm just very excited uh, when I get him hooked on things. And so we finished season one of Making a Murderer. And we finished it like two weeks ago, maybe just a week, but like two weeks to a week ago, right? So a while. It's been a while. Um, and uh, he came home last night. It was like 10 o'clock. I had like fallen asleep. And uh, he came in and he was like, hey, um, I miss you so much, but I really have to talk to you about something. And I was like, oh, okay, what's up? And he's like, I've been thinking more about making a murderer. And I was like. Oh, he's like, literally all day. Like, there's no evidence. There's no hard evidence. What kind of operation is the government trying to run here? Boy. And like, scrambled about it. And I was like, I'm so proud right now. Like, I could have cried. I was so happy. I was like, he's getting so passionate about this. Oh, my God. And he's like, and I accidentally spoiled that, like, Brendan Dassey and Stephen Avery were still in jail for him. Because um, I listened to that podcast where mm -hmm. they interviewed Brendan Dassey. And he was like, this is just ridiculous. This is asinine. This is obscene. <laughs> he just kept going on and on. It was very cute. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just very, uh, yeah, it was great. It's like the morning I found out that Jeffrey Epstein, um, in quotations, committed suicide. And I got up <laughs> and I was laying in bed and I yelled at my phone and I was like, no. And my husband came to the room and he was like, I know. I know. And he was just as upset about it as I was. Did you better? Did you freaking see that guy on I think it was Fox News? They were Yes. With the dog something. I think so. Yes, the dog. That's right. And he goes, Is there anything else you want to say? He's like, Yeah, I just want to tell you a little bit about my business. And the last he drops he goes oh yeah by the way it wasn't or epstein wasn't a suicide and like the guy just he like goes, by the way epstein didn't kill himself yeah i'll on share I'll, I'll share it to you on twitter it's so fucking funny oh i like cried laughing um also that lady's name is Teresa Noor. oh i've heard of that name yeah that's not the same person okay well if you need another case, there you go. Um, anyways, Maisie, what case are you doing then? Oh my god, guys, I had never heard of this one. And I found this case on Ranker. So, shout out to Ranker. My sources are Ranker, uh, cbsnews.com, a podcast called Red Handed, a podcast called Crime and Justice with someone, it was like literally a newscast. Um, there is an I Survived episode about this person, and then there is a 48 Hours called The One That Got Away. I haven't watched The 48 Hours, but I might later. I or later. I probably have, but... You probably fine. have. <clears throat> Try not to cough every 20 seconds. Um, are we ready? Ready. Okay. 
Uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna tell it to you kind of choppy, but it's all gonna come together pretty nicely. So, how all the vegetable soups work. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I tried to make one and it didn't work out. Um, I put potatoes in the crock pot and they didn't cook all the way through. So, today we're gonna be talking about Jenner as Benson and somebody else, but I'm gonna sprinkle that in later. So, Jennifer S. Benson was born in 1973. She grew up, in her words, on a literal mountain uh, outside of Palm Springs, California. Uh, so, keep in mind, we're in the 70s and the 80s when she's growing up. She grew up in a house with no electricity by choice. Hmm. No Interesting parenting uh, route there. Uh, so, she had to use her imagination when it came to entertaining her and her siblings. Um, her mother was abusive, both physically and mentally. So when Jennifer was old enough, she got a job uh, at a center for disabled children in the desert hot springs area where she worked the night shift from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Now, when I say she was old enough, she's like 18, 19 years old. So this job is it means the world to her. This is her favorite thing in the entire world. She loves helping these kids. Uh, when she would go on her way to work, she would go and pick up like snacks like they weren't supposed to have. And she was just like, good time, good time, Jen. Everyone loved her. Um, red flag, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, so she soon moved out of her parents' house, meaning she no longer had access to the family car. So she had to start taking the bus to work. Um, she'd only taken the bus a couple of times. She goes to the bus stop. Keep in mind, may not be 10 p.m. yet, but it is dark outside. It's at least like 9 p.m. Um, so across the street from the bus stop is a tiny little convenience store. And she's like, I'm going to go get these girls because the department she was in was female patients. Patients. Uh, she's like, I'm going to go get these girls some like candy or something. And so she runs in there. And while she's at the register, the bus flies by the stop. And since she'd only taken the bus a couple times, she was like, hey, was that the bus? Like, why didn't it stop? And he said that the register cashier person said the bus doesn't stop if no one's there or no one's trying to get off the bus. And she's like, well, fuck, essentially. <laughs> so she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. She goes outside. She's like, she's saying that these are her words that her like, she's using big hand gestures. She's like, obviously upset. And then a car pulls up next to her, and it's this guy, and he looks, like, pretty meek and nice enough. And he's like, hey, do you need a ride somewhere? And she's like, her instant thought response that she said out loud was no. And then he's like, okay, suit yourself. And so he drives, he, like, starts to pull away. And she's like, no, wait, yes, never mind. I do need a ride. Uh, and she's like, um, thank you so much. Uh, I need to, where are you going? And she was like, I wanted to make sure he was going in the right direction to not inconvenience him. She's 19. Remember that. And uh, he's like, I'm going to, uh, what is it, Desert Hot Springs area. She's like, perfect. That's where I need to go. He's like, okay, get in. So she gets in the car, and they start to drive. Or he starts to drive away. And they're making friendly conversation. And um, she said he was very, like, charming and you know, he came off really sweet and normal, and he asked if she had a boyfriend, and she said yes, even though she didn't. She said yes, and then she said, 
or he was like, okay, well, how about we go out for breakfast sometime? And she was like, I just told you, I have a boyfriend. And he's like, okay, yeah. And so they keep driving and they're talking and it's all fine and stuff. And he was like, how about you give me your number? And she was like, okay, sure. So she gives him a fake number, but she only changes one digit, which is so smart because he's like, he gets the piece of paper or whatever. And he's like, what was that number that you gave me? And she recites it back correctly because she only changed out one number. What? Genius. So he's like, all right, cool. You're on the level. This is legit. And uh, he drops her off at the center where she works at 10 p.m. And she goes to work. It's a normal shift. She has a great time. At 6 a.m., she is walking out of the center. She's like, okay, I'm going to go catch the bus because it's like September. The sun is out. It's like not a big deal. She's not super scared like she was last night. And who pulls up? but the same guy that had picked her up last night. So this man's name is Andrew. Oh, I'm going to mess up his name, but I really don't care. Uh, Ur- Ur- Dallas? Andrew or Ur- mm-hmm. Dallas? Thanks. Also, yeah, just saying, I actually saw that on Twitter. Like a guy posted, he was like, if you think a girl gave you a fake number, ask her to recite it back to you. So I would just like you to know that that's serial killer shit. And <gasps> if you ever like ask me that personally, I will straight up tell you I gave you a fake number. And if you ask for it again, I'm going to rip your balls off and shove them up your asshole. Oh my God. Legit. I just saw that. So when you said that, I was like, son of a bitch. Literally yeah. serial killer shit. So when cell phones came around, they were like, let me call it to make sure it's real and so that way you can have my number. Uh, So get yourself a Google Voice account. It comes with Google. It's free. And you can just give them a fake number and then block them. Or say no and then run away. Uh, (laughs) uh, I know. If there's a near... If there's a near murder blows fan, I'm sure they're ready to kick anyone in the balls for you too. Yeah, That's my favorite yeah. thing about our listeners. Their feet are ready to go up into groins. <laughs> you got to foot up the ass. <laughs> of the Red, ass. Red Foreman style. Get your foot out of the ass. All right, carry um, on. Sorry. Oh my god, I'm like shaking cuz that makes me so I'm not surprised in this day and age, but like, oh my god, that's so gross as someone you just saw that in 2019 this is 1992 (sighs) um okay so i think i'm picking up where i left off yeah andrew uh a lot of people say his last name in different ways so i'm gonna say you're dallas u-r-d-a-d-i-a-l-e-s you're dallas um so it's the same guy he pulls up and he was like, hey, I asked if you wanted to go to breakfast, so do you want to go to breakfast? And she's like, oh, huh. I mean, sure. Like, She's like, let's not go to breakfast. Can you just take me home? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. So she gets in because he's a familiar face, kind of, not really. But uh, she was like, he was chill the night before, so let's hope for the best. That way she doesn't have to catch the bus. And so she gets in and... Uh, they're, you know, conversating, ask her how work was and all this stuff. And then she says that his mood changes instantly. And he says, I called the number you gave me. It was some old bitch. 
and she was like that's when things turned like so quickly he was so charming and like funny and nice and then when he said the thing about the phone number she was like my guts felt like they were they had just like dropped and um so he pulls the car over now they're in the desert i'm not this is california by the way i'm not super familiar with the palm springs area or the desert hot springs area but it's all like open land all brown desert um uh, yeah so they pull over um he she's in the passenger seat obviously he pushes her head into the dashboard ties her hands behind her back with like twine and he instantly cuts it and then reties it so she's like oh my god like she's panicked um he attempts to rape her but he has ed so he can't get it up which you know caused some sort of like anger and complex or whatever so he she's in the passenger seat he starts to hit her and he starts to hit her like so much and so hard that his hands become tired and then he just starts to like like toss her around with his forearms and she's like what the actual fuck she's like if you're gonna kill me just kill me please just kill me she's like the the she's in shock so she's not really like feeling a lot but she's like if you're gonna if this is how you work up to kill me just take me now like i don't want to do this i don't want like i can't imagine i can't imagine so uh i watched a youtube video that there was a guy i think his name was like justin root i'll tell you at the end what it officially was but he had her on the show and this is the most detailed interview that i found of her because I feel like she felt a little more comfortable. She had like a glass of wine on a couch with one singular person instead of like mic'd up in a studio. And at this part in her uh, detail of events, she says that he's like, she feels him slobbering all over her neck. And then she feels like drool go down in between her boobs. And she was like, and then he pulled away and she opened her eyes and he had blood coming out of his mouth and he had bitten a piece of her neck and that wasn't slobber. She looked down and there was like blood going in between her breasts and she was like, Oh, this is, yeah, just please kill me. Please kill me now. So she's, um, I'm dying. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Grossest thing. Yeah. Is oh. that not, all I just want to say is, ladies, please, 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 carry mace, a pocket knife, a taser, oh, a yeah. machete, a purse machete, right. a purse hatchet, like just whatever. I don't care, please. Just like ugh. every time I see, I hear this, or like, I just, uh, I don't yeah. know. I just hate yeah. people. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. So. Uh, they're still inside of the car at this point. Um, he, I don't remember why, but he gets out and comes around to the passenger side and she, 
uh, was like, she's standing outside of the passenger side of the door now. And she's like, I could, if I ran, how far can I get? Like, she's, she's like, I want to die. But also she's like, maybe I can run. And before she has time to think, he drags her from the passenger side to the trunk. And he lifts her up to try to put her in the trunk. And she's, her hands are still tied, but she's kicking him and she's kicking him and she's kicking him. And she kicks him so hard that he almost falls back. But the force she uses pushes her more into the trunk. So she's pushed into the trunk. Uh, He closes the trunk down on her and then he starts to drive away. And she's like, she said, I thought about something my grandmother told me that if you're ever in any type of situation, you can just pray. And all you have to do is fold your hands together to pray. And she was like, well, my hands were tied together, so they're already folded. So I was like, great, let's go. So she's like, not, she did not grow up super religious at all from what I could tell. Uh, this is the first mention of like God or religion or anything in any interview that I heard, but she was like, I prayed and I was like, can you just give me something to get me out of this? And then she said, all of a sudden, like, since her hands were tied with the twine, she was able to like, like kind of, I'm rotating my wrist around while my fingers are clenched together. And she was able to like wiggle the twine loose. And she, so she grew up in a house without electricity. Her eyes were very used to the dark. So she was like, I'm so used to feeling my way around things. So this is a, I don't know what kind of car it was. Fun fact, it was a rental. So that's super fucked up. But it was 1992. So the inside, like, emergency release release latch was not a thing yet. That wasn't until 10 years later. So she's like, I'm scratching around. All I feel is the carpet from the inside of the door. And she's like, I feel a little metal hole, which is the keyhole. And she was like, I, she, like, I don't know how she did it. Like, I really don't, because it's a keyhole. Like, it needs a key to go in to open it. But she wiggled her finger in there enough or, like, found something in the car to unwiggle the lock. And the hatch opened up, and she gets out. So it was from, like, the inside of the car, right? Mm-hmm. So fun fact, uh, one of my old cars, the uh, door handle broke off from the inside. And there's a little latch to where even if it's locked, because it's literally just like, and since it was 92 and I've only driven like older shit cars, right? Um, I assume it's the same, <laughs> um, but there's a little latch literally that like I would have to pull, like push my hand inside and just, it's not even, it was like a little metal rod that was bent uh, at the very end. And yeah. I would just pull that. In fact, I got so tired of doing that, that I like attached a little uh, like hair tie to it and I would just pull the hair tie and it would open the door I couldn't lock the door from the inside um, only the outside because every time I would pull that it would like shoot the lock up is so that I'm not sure if that's the same thing oh, but it's know. very possible that she could like wiggle her finger in there and you literally just like pull on it yeah so is this a uh, like in the trunk um I mean it was well no it was from the inside of a car like yeah. like passenger side, but I'm sure like as far as trunks go too, it would probably even be like even more loose if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I because... would just really like to like I don't know the model or the make of the car, but I would really like to see like what she was looking at or what she was feeling at. I don't know. That yeah. sounded insensitive, but yeah, no, she my... fucking popped the truck and got out. That's so cool. 
uh, I should mention, though, the car was stopped. So he was driving around in the desert while she's still in the trunk, and he gets his car kind of like the it, it does a thing where it stalls and, like, the wheels are moving, but the car's not moving because he got stuck in soft sand. So uh, as soon as the car was not able to move, she could hear him, like, turning his head and yelling at her, and then he would turn away because his voice would get a little quieter, and he would, like, curse at the car and, like, mumble to himself. So she was like, I was waiting until he uh, was yelling at me, and then as soon as he stopped yelling at my direction and his focus was at the car, she was like, that's when I popped the latch. So the car stopped. She runs out. She's running. It's six. That's after 6 a.m. It's daylight, okay? Um, and uh, so she's running. She's running as far as she can. He had put sunglasses on her, and she was like, even though I had sunglasses on, I was running with my eyes closed because I really felt like he was going to just shoot me. She was like, I knew I was running, and I knew that I was, like, maybe going to be okay, but she was like, I kind of wanted him to just kill me. So um, she, uh, the, so, oh, God, hold on. Uh, okay. So she's running. He's running behind her. Uh, he has a machete. And so in the morning, in the desert, this man, grown-ass man, is chasing down a woman with a machete. Uh, she's no longer, her hands are no longer tied, but she's running. She sees a car. She waves at them, like, frantically. She's got blood on her. Like, she doesn't have anything on under, like, the waist. Any, like, she's naked halfway. And she sees two people in a pickup truck, a husband and a wife. And the husband kind of slows down. And she sees the wife, like, hitting his arm. And then the truck speeds up. And then she sees the wife look back. And they keep going. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. So Wait. So, like, they saw her and just kept, like, going? Like, 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 he, the guy tried to just, stop. But the, the guy woman was told him no. Stop. Yeah, and the wife was like, don't you dare. This is not a horror movie. Shame Hell on no. you, lady. That's yeah. literally my dream. My mm -hmm. dream. Could you imagine if I saw this lady? I mean, like, you see this poor woman, like, who's just been this through this horrific thing covered in blood and you're just like oh it's time because you bet your ass when my husband is calling the police i would be running you're like oh you have a machete that's cute look at mine <laughs> bitch i just bought a new one it was five dollars at wally world fun fact <laughs> machetes are five dollars at walmart right now they're beautiful also a car hatchet i would be double fisting running towards that motherfucker <laughs> he would call the cops on me i would love to see that <laughs> sorry uh, well, Shame okay. on that lady. Right. What Violet means is she hopes to live in a land where no one is attacked. But if they were, he's coming out. I hope I get back. I know um, violence isn't the answer. Sure, sure, sure. Fine, no, fine. I think in some cases it is, and I don't know if this is the right spot for this comment. But, but that motherfucker. What I just I'm trying to think like what was he doing? He was like a hundred percent prowling. He was not in his car. He yeah. had like right in the car. He had a weapon and twine. Like that motherfucker was out to hurt someone. Exactly. It wasn't just like a random crime. Like what the what the fuck? Who's like I'm just thinking about all this stuff on my plate right now. 
And I'm like, oh, I got Saturday free. I might fucking pop over to the desert and try to sexually assault someone. I'll, I'll get All to right. it. Okay, we're good. Party hard. I'm okay. gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, car so the truck machetes. Machetes, car machetes. You gotta. Um. All right, so the car or the truck drives away, and she's like, "Well, you know what? Fuck you guys." No, she doesn't say that. I say that for her on her behalf. <laughs> um, she's panicked. <laughs> um. Uh, I don't know what kind of car they were in, but some people pull up, and she. Is like making herself known. She's making big gestures. These people stop. It's two dudes. They pick her up. They take her to a gas station. Turns out they're Marines. Give it up for the Marines. Some of them are great. Most of them are great. There's some bad ones. You'll see that in a second. Anyway, um, they take her to the gas station. Uh, the gas station attendant calls her mother and calls the police. So the police come and they're like trying to get a statement. She's Jennifer is frantic she's like he knows where i live he knows where i work please help me believe me that like this is real look at this bite mark like he took my flesh like this is what happened she's telling them everything she could think of all of the details when she first got in his car the night before like when he first picked her up and it was all like chill and cool she was like i remembered his license plate and then he started asking me questions and i just kind of forgot it so she was like i was trying to remember the license plate she gave him description of him and everything. And so the police is talking to her mom and remember her and her mom didn't have the most tightest relationship. Her mom was kind of abusive. And so she told the police that uh, sometimes Jennifer likes to make up elaborate stories. It's because you made him live with no electricity for like 20 years. Becky? I don't know if Becky was her name, but that's the name I'm giving her. Becky, you a bitch. Any mom out there that doesn't believe their kids, like... Oh, uh, uh, like, uh, like who's she's this? bleeding from the neck. Who's not? I like to this? make up elaborate stories. Okay, there's a difference between being like, oh, you know, I didn't do the dishes because a raccoon broke in and gnawed my foot off. <laughs> Wild. And oh, I was just sexually assaulted by a predator who wanted to take me out to a Denny's. Like, no, moons over my hammy, my asshole. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck, like, this is just wild to me. Like, yeah, it gets better. Oh. By better, I mean worse, always. Uh, <laughs> so the police, they're questioning her, and they were like, are you sure you don't have a boyfriend that was just, like, a little pissed off at you? And, like, maybe you guys got to a fight. And Kill me. Obviously, it's the <laughs> woman's fault. Kill me right now. <laughs> so in the YouTube video that I watched uh, that I'll cite later, um she said that she went to the police station and they did the thing where they're like aren't you sure the story goes like this aren't you sure you have a boyfriend and you guys got into a fight and maybe this is what happened and then they beat that down like in her mind so much they made her doubt so much what happened to her that she was like she told the guy on the youtube channel she was like if they would have kept going for five more minutes i probably would have gone with it she was like, I was so worn down. Because if you think about it, she worked from 10 to 6, then got attacked, then went straight to the police station. Like, you best believe it's been at least 24 hours. Girl has not slept. Um, not only that, you have shock, you have adrenaline, you have trauma. So she's like, the police, you know, like, really 
for lack of a better word, like beat the story into me. And she doesn't waver though. She sticks by her story and the police are like, well, you know what? I just, we just don't buy it. So for the next, we're going to skip ahead a little bit because for the next like four to five years, Jennifer's not doing well. She's in and out of mental hospitals. Um, she would go, she would be in the mental hospital. She said she would take like a, like a Dixie cup of 10 pills a day. Like she was not doing well. There were some times where she seemed like she was doing okay. So the mental hospital would let her out. She would go stay with friends and she was like, look, you know, I really would appreciate it if you let me stay with you, but I need to stay on like your roof. I need to sleep under your bed. Like she just had this, these things in her head, like this will help me if I can just do this. And so, um, she was doing self-harm. It was just, it was just not good. She turned to alcohol. She just had a really, really rough time. Uh, and one of the spells where she was doing pretty okay and the mental hospital let her out, she went to stay with a friend and she said that, uh, the friend and her went on a double date. And before they were going out on this date, the friend said, Hey, can you just not be a freak for this date? And she was like, okay. Like she just trying to do her best. And she said they went on the date and the whole time they were sitting outside at a restaurant and she was mumbling license plates of the cars that would drive by. And her friend was like, we got to go. Cause you can't, you can't be here doing this. And so, um, yeah, she's just not doing that great. At one of the points when she's out of the mental hospital, she's, uh, at her, I don't, I don't know where she was living, but the police found her at a place she was staying. Now, Remember, this is like five years ago. So the police come to her door and they're like, uh, hey, we read up on your attack a few years ago. Can you tell us more about it? And she's like, I mean, it's all a little fuzzy, like not really. And he's like, oh, now you're interested? Listen, so they bring a photo lineup and she's like, I remember this guy instantly points out, Andrew, you're your dayless or whatever his name is. I don't care. You can your dickless. Got it. Andrew, your dickless. Oh, that fits because he had ED. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, wait. No, I just read this thing about not making fun of physical appearances or physical anything. No, but he can't. Like you can do that, and I'll tell okay. you why. Because the police. It's so hard. I'm sorry. I'm yelling. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, I think we're all yelling at this point. It's hard not oh, to I'm make yelling. fun of things like that. Like. When they're just like giant piles of shit, like you know, like I mean, is anyone really like don't make fun of Trump's hairline? Hmm. Yeah, like, that's I true. obviously wouldn't make fun of decent people's hairlines. That's a fair point. If you're just a dude out there and you have a ED, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna do it's great. It's gonna be fine. Don't be but a dick. <laughs> just literally don't assault people. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. So she is like. Boop, I know that face. I can't really tell you a lot of details, but I know that face. And they're like, okay, um, do you want the good news or you want the bad news? And she was like, what's the good news? <laughs> and they're like, well, we believe you. <laughs> Ooh, bad news. <laughs> this guy's killed eight other women. And she said, all ah. of a sudden, she said, all of a sudden, she was like, wait, 
I was really kidnapped and tortured and like raped and I escaped and that's real. She was like, I didn't make that up. And this guy's like, oh, no, 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 no. We believe you. This is, this is accurate. This all checks out. But this... if, were these before, were the people before, or after her, or both? Uh, short answer, both. Could have saved some fucking lives. Okay. How many of those girls did they not believe? How many, well, they're dead, never mind, but still. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna run through this guy's, uh, uh, deal pretty quickly. I don't want to be disrespectful uh, to the victims, not him. I don't care about him. Um, guess what? Andrew Yardellis was born. Great. Don't care. Uh, on his 12th birthday, he beat the family dog with a baseball bat. So, hey, red flag. Parents should have paid attention. Um, he graduated high school just fine. And he, he also pissed the bed and liked to light things on fire. I mean, probably. He joined the Marines. And uh, between 1984 and 1991... Hello. Uh, he was stationed in Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton in California. Uh, he completed combat training and he worked for the Marines and he was in Desert Storm. Who cares? You're the worst. So his first murder was only two years after he joined the Marines. Uh, it was January 18th, 1986 on the community college campus of Saddleback in Mission Viejo. He stalked 23-year-old communications art student, Robin Bradley. He stabbed her 41 times with a knife, and she died instantly. Obviously, 41 times. Dear God. Um, two years later, uh, July 1988, he shot 29-year-old sex worker, Julie McGee, uh, with a pistol. Her body was found near Cathedral City. Uh, he didn't wait too much longer. Two months later, he struck in San Diego, killing 31-year-old sex worker Mary Ann Wells, whose body was found by police uh, on uh, September 25th, 1988. So her body had been there a while. Um, is where This next person is victim number four. Uh, 18-year-old Tammy Irwin was found in the streets of Palm Springs, on April 17th, 1989. Uh, in 1991, he was honorably discharged from the Marines out of California. He moved back to his parents' home in Chicago. Uh, September 1992, which is when Jennifer was attacked, he was living in Chicago, but he returned to California for uh, a vacation. Uh, that's when he rented the car. He went driving around, and that's when he attacked Jennifer. Uh, after the attack, after Jennifer had ran away, so when Jennifer was running away from the car, and she finally got to the car with the Marines, Andrew freaked out and drove away. So as soon as she got to the car with the Marines, she was like, that's the car. You know, like, he's over there. He went that way. And they were like, we didn't see the car. We're just going to take you to the gas station, which I can't. Don't. I don't blame him. Like, if I didn't see a car, I would just be like, let's get you to another spot. Let's get you help. You know, like, you're bleeding out of your neck. Um, so, uh, after he drove away from that, he returned the rental car and flew back to Illinois on the same day. 
<clears throat> he was pretty. Uh, he didn't commit any murders in the next three years because he was afraid he was going to be caught. Uh, he went back to California in March of 1995, and he attacked 32-year-old sex worker Denise Maney in Cathedral City. Uh, he forced her into his car and drove her into the California desert. Sounds familiar. Uh, he shot her, undressed her, and left her corpse. Just, she, he left her there. That's a terrible sentence. Also, these articles say prostitutes. I... <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's 2019. Um, he believed that he could commit these murders because he had combat training and that gave him more confidence to hang out in the Chicago area because he hasn't been caught yet. Um, so he does the thing that a lot of people, a lot of killers have done this where they get jobs in some type of quote unquote power. So whether you like, maybe you can't become a cop, but like, BTK was a like animal control guy, so uh, he became a security guard in the Chicago mall. Um, he was doing pretty okay. They're not pretty okay, but like no one suspected him of being evil or anything. Uh, he crossed the state line to Bloomington, Indiana, in April of 1996, where he murdered 25-year-old Laura Yolaki. Yolaki. I'm confident in that last name. Uh, her body was found on April 14th in Wolf Lake on the border of Chicago in Cook County, Illinois, and Hammond, Indiana. So Wolf Lake is right on the border of Indiana and Illinois. Um, on July 14th, 1996, police found the body of 21-year-old Cassandra Corum in the Vermilion River Mountains in Livingston County. Um, so... This is, I believe, number seven. On August 2nd of 1996, so, like, not even a month later, the body of 22-year-old Lynn Hubert was found in Wolf Lake. Um, she is uh, Andrew's last known victim. So, in December of 1996, he was arrested for possession of a weapon that was, like, not registered, and which is like, great, they got him, but he was released after paying a fine. He attempted one more time in April 1997 when a sex worker he had threatened with a pistol and attempted to handcuff escaped the vehicle. So he had taken the sex worker into the car and, and he was like, can I tie you up? And she's like, no, I'm not into that. And he attempted to handcuff her anyway he threatened her with a gun and she went to the police because she had his name so she gave him his name and the police were like well i mean thanks we'll hold on to that i guess it's almost over guys so andrew was arrested in april 23rd of 1997 when um he was pulled over in his car i don't remember what he was doing probably something stupid and the police pulled him over and noticed he had a gun. And then they noticed that it was the same gun that he had been um, arrested for before, the unlicensed weapon. And it was the same gun that was used in almost all of the murders. So they take him to the police station. 
And well, first they were like, hey, can we take you over here? Can we talk to you for a second? Can we ask you a couple questions? And he's like, yeah, if you promise to take me to work after. And they're like, okay, sure, I guess. And they just said that to get him into the car. Keep in mind, he's still the security guard at the mall. And uh, they take him in for questioning. He, I don't remember how they started asking questions, but they're pretty much like, hey, we have your gun again. It's turning up on these records of these victims. And um, he pretty much confesses to all eight murders. Uh, so he's arrested in Chicago. And while he's doing the confessions, they're like, what about this person? What about this person? He's like, okay. So apparently the story goes that he like, like loosens his tie and he was like, well, I guess I'm not going indoor today. And then he confesses to all eight murders. Oh, I hope someone in jail shoved a spoon down his throat. So he actually was like, they could only, so when they arrested him in Chicago, they only had the, um, like the descriptions of their other murders in the Chicago area. They didn't know about anything that happened in California. So as he's confessing, he's like, you might as well call California too, and you might as well check up on uh, Jennifer Ab as Benson, and so he name drops her in the confession, and they're like, "Okay, uh, that's a lot of information that we didn't have to look for. Thank you so much, <sighs> y'all." I am muted to say something, but my jaw hit the floor, so you know, it's <laughs> it's fine. I don't remember it. I'm just. <laughs> Woof. You know, I'm, you know, go ahead. My, no, I mean, go ahead. I just, I, mm, I, I'm not one of those people that likes to throw the Sue word around, but if I was Jennifer, like, ooh, like, I did, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. My brain hurts. It <laughs> hurts. I've looked at dumb people all day, and now I'm hearing about, like, the wildest. I know, I'm so sorry. The wildest. I... No, no, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, I need to fuel this. I, I I need this to fuel me. You're gonna get like, fueled. <laughs> probably gonna watch this 48 hours after that. I mean, I honestly want to, too. Um, so, he confessed to all eight murders. As we, as I, you know, said before... Most of the victims were sex workers, but it was, it, he didn't seem to have any type of like, that wasn't a motive. It was almost just like he thought they would go, they would be easier because nobody would miss them, which is absolutely not true. And fuck you, fuck you chicken strips, that's wrong. You are such trash. Like, those women were daughters, could have been mothers sisters maybe probably they were people they're not fucking easy targets they're people sorry i'm yelling <sighs> anyway uh long story short the the trial process was really like really insane there was a lot of levels to it um there was they had a hearing that jennifer uh went to speak for the prosecutors, obviously, against Andrew. 
and at one point she got she came like so i'm not i don't want to say the word emotional because she has every right to be quote-unquote emotional but she had a lot of anger towards andrew and she started like kind of raising her voice at the family and was like how could you not see this how could you let this happen and andrew's sister goes up and hugs her i'm not crying you're crying i uh, hate to say this but <laughs> he probably hurt her too like it always honestly 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 yeah she was like i'm so sorry she said i'm so sorry that's all you can say what do you say I don't know. What do you say? Um, so, essentially, on April 30th, 2001, uh, they decided to uh, apply for... I didn't know you could apply for the death penalty. Um, let's see. In 2002, on April 8th, he was found for the two murders. He was found guilty for the murders of... Um, I want to get their first names... Because they're people too. Lori Alaki and. Oh no, where did I? I lost it. No, no, no. Uh, Lynn Huber. So for Lori Alaki and Lynn Huber, he got two life sentences. He was found guilty uh, in 2002 and he was sentenced to death seven days later. So he got the death penalty. Um, he essentially killed himself before he got the death penalty fucking pussy before he could ever make it yeah he killed himself let me tell you i will never ever 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 mock suicide if you are like having suicidal thoughts if you suffer from depression anxiety bipolar schizophrenia like list of mental uh illnesses but if you were just raping assaulting pile of shit and you kill yourself before you get the death penalty fuck you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you. oh wait no wait sorry so i mean ultimately he did get the death penalty and he did kill himself before he could make it to however they do it now injection but in 2002 when he was sentenced to the death penalty that was only for illinois silver california uh it was uh may 23rd 2018 he was convicted so he was still alive in 2018 he was convicted uh in the murders of the five women in southern california uh and that's he also got the death penalty for there so he had i don't know how that works when you have like double death penalty in both states uh but on october 5th 2018 he was sentenced to death in california so on friday november 2nd 2018 chicken didn't last hardly a month uh he was found in his cell and it was he was alone so no one you know like no one killed him but he committed suicide and he's trash he's actual trash he's up there with the rest of them i cannot believe i've never heard of this guy before um i would really bet because most of his victims were sex workers that's probably why um jennifer i'll read this one last little blurb that i saved this is from 
uh, smashwords.com. It's about Jennifer, and it says, As the only surviving victim of the serial killer Andrew Your Dallas, Jennifer knows firsthand the aftermath of living through a life-threatening experience. She continues to be an advocate for the victims who cannot speak for themselves and continues to speak on behalf of mental health awareness. Jennifer has been diagnosed with PTSD. Obviously. Can you imagine? OCD, ADHD, bipolar disorder, depression, and anxiety. Uh, Through forgiveness and self-love, Jennifer has regained control of her life and has learned to accept and love herself as she is. When not journaling or helping people uh, or helping advise PTSD survivors, Jennifer spends her time taking college courses and reading self-help books. Uh, she also loves to go on adventures with her support dog, Wesley. God bless Wesley. Um, Jennifer is thriving now. Uh, she just wrote a book. Oh, I think it's called The Girl Who Grew Up in the Trees. Hold on. I don't want to get that wrong. Um, the book talks about her childhood and about her attack and the aftermath of that attack. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking up her book now. But yeah, that's that's that story. <laughs> um, her book is called, oh no, I don't want this video to start playing. The Girl in the Treehouse. And it's available on Amazon. Let me get the name of that YouTube video I watched too. With the show where she... Let's see. So, this is called The Justin Root Show. Uh, this episode came out two years ago on YouTube. And it's her and this guy Justin Root talking on his couch... And this, like I said, this is the most details I've ever seen her give. Because she was on, like, Dr. Phil. She was on Dr. Oz. She's done all this press, especially with her book coming out. Um, she also has a YouTube channel, if you're interested in that. Um, she's got a couple videos. The first three are, like, like, how to escape from zip ties and how I escaped the back of a trunk and I escaped a serial killer. So... Check that out if you want. Just, wow. <laughs> I just, like, I was like, fuck yeah, those are so cool. And then I was like, wait, why do we need videos about escaping zip ties? Because this world is fucked. Yeah, yeah, truly. Like, and also, like, I, there were a lot of, like, really jaw-dropping moments in this case. But the one that's still, like, eating at me is that a car drove by and that woman was like, oh, no, 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 don't stop. Please, 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 please. If you see something going down, like, you can ask anyone who knows me. Um, I've been in situations. There was a time I was, when Eric and I were first, like, hanging out, mm -hmm. uh, I went to see him. And we went to a Walmart. And as we were leaving, I heard a girl scream. And I saw a guy, like, swinging her around. And I literally ran over and, like, had my hand on, like, a weapon. And I was like, are you okay? Like, I will call the police right fucking now. And they stopped and, like, looked at me. And they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. We were just playing around. And That's like, not I playing. Like, okay. I was like, I just wanted to make sure you're okay. And they were like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. And the guy was like, thank you so much for, like, saying something. He's like, it makes me so, like, comfortable to know that, like, if my girlfriend or any woman is in peril, that there are people like you out there. Like, and I'm not just shooting my own horn. Like, seriously, like, I know any of these girls would do it in a heartbeat. Like, 
Just you please bet. do not be afraid to like put your like shit on the line for other people because like that could have I mean it's don't look at it as an inconvenience. Like you're literally you could save someone's life. So just yeah. please. Oh my god. That makes yeah. me so fucking mad. <laughs> right? Ugh. And the guy was gonna stop. That lady's the worst. She thinks about it every day, don't you worry. She's still alive. I mean As she should. As she should. <laughs> Shame on you. Think about it. I, I bet that story got a lot of press. Oh, <laughs> oh did it? I so the thing is, if obviously I mean if, if Jennifer hadn't survived, they wouldn't they I don't think he would have been caught. Um and maybe it took I don't know, like I don't know. Those those eighties cops in California <laughs> besides Paul Holes apparently <laughs> really sucked when they didn't believe her her story. Um yeah, it's just, I, yeah, I couldn't believe that one. I couldn't believe I hadn't heard of it. Um, it's just so, it's so bad. <laughs> yep, that's my case. Thanks. <laughs> I, like, oddly did miss this feeling, though. Like, I only get mad about, like, dumb shit, I feel like, nowadays, you know, like, yeah. people not putting their carts back in the cart return. Or, like, <laughs> people not using their turn signal and getting into my lane but it feels nice to be like you know what i'm fucking furious about this right (laughs) this is justified (laughs) and you can be yeah Yeah. i think that's a solid case there's a show uh kind of similar i thought that's what your case was on at first it's on netflix i haven't seen it i don't know what the name is based (laughs) on the true story so tony collette yeah so oh my god oh my god yeah my queen i, I haven't watched it, it either i gotta start it yeah it's on my list it's about a woman who was not believed and like her sexual assault or i don't know what you call it rapist i can't remember which of the tier but um they're all shitty um true yeah um and, but they didn't believe her, and then they went, and he was, like, murdering other people, so. It's called Unbelievable. It's on Netflix. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, and I think that is kind of an important thing to reiterate, is, like, sometimes the unbelievable things are absolutely true. Like, it's not like you're saying, like, a fucking eagle flew in my window and, like, ripped off my nipple. Yeah. Like, literally, like it's just. A dude attacked me. A shitty man saw me, thought I was pretty, stalked me. Like, yeah, it sounds crazy, but, like, legitimately anything can happen. Like, we're in 2019. Look at our world right now. Yeah. I don't know if I said this before, but when, if, if uh, he would have killed her, she would have been the fourth victim. So when Sasha was like, was he doing it before, after, she was, like, smack in the middle. Oh, yeah. And just, like. So, in an interview, the in the um, Justin Root interview on YouTube, um, she said that the police had said that that was her attack was the last one that he had used twine. So, every attack after that is when he uses zip ties or, like, handcuffs. She was like, that's because I got away. Which is so haunting. Like- and so, she was like, I definitely have survivor's guilt. And she doesn't say anything she says she has. She never says had because she knows she's still working through them. 
Yeah. Well, um, I, I think that's, I don't know. It's kind of like drug addiction. I mean, you know, you say you, like, you are an addict, not yeah. you are an addict. Like, yeah. you are. Um, but anything like that is just a constant work through situation, I feel. Dash. Solid, Maisie. Good. It feels good to be back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm back in the rage cage. I did. I didn't do it. Uh, Wikipedia did it. CBS News did it. Ranker did it. <laughs> Jennifer <Hey>. did it. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. She's some like a badass. I'm just getting mad about it. As you should. As you should. You can't. Absolutely. Never can't. stop getting mad. <laughs> Until things are better. Talk. Talk to me, Sasha. I can tell. Your wheels are turning. You're fuming. No, I'm just gonna buy like all the stuff. There's a, I don't know that they need a plug, but if you live in the Nashville area, there's a place I believe called Thistle Farms. <gasps> oh my god, is a shelter for battered and abused women. Yes, uh, and it gives them an opportunity to make. They, they make products that Thistle Farm sells, and it's a way for them to get back on their feet, earn an income, have shelter, and, like, be safe. And so if you're just around the area, like, try to maybe support them. The, the chapstick's great. They also have an Instagram and a website, obviously. I, I think... Think about that. The Instagram, I think, is just Thistle Farms. Um, also, if you or anyone you know is in an abusive situation and you feel like you don't have anyone to turn to, I know this sounds super corny, but please, like, message us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Like, I assure you, one of us will find time to find something, find options, call someone, like, legitimately. I know that sounds super wild, like, but honestly, I mean... I just feel like any one of us would be there to step up for people like that. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. Please like, inconvenience me. And then I guess <laughs> like, don't get into people's cars. <laughs> no, one time. I hope this comes through okay, but one time I lived in an apartment complex, and the people next door were really sketchy. And one day me and my roommate were at home, and this lady knocked on our door that looked really abused, and she was an older lady. And it was like her son and her daughter-in-law kept her locked in this like tiny hallway closet and she finally got out and we drove her to the next town over to a woman's shelter. Oh, the fuck human beings. I mean, it was like one of those half closets, like where there's like an air conditioner vent on the bottom. Like a hmm. like a eighteen by twenty four air conditioner vent, and then there's like the closets on top of it. So it was like she would have had to have been balled up inside of it, and yeah, it was crazy. It was like who does that to a person? I guess they were taking her social security money and her prescriptions and just keeping her in the closet. Look, I know I'm the squishiest fucking person, and my heart bleeds for like literally the ants that I step on. But like, how can people hurt people you know what i mean i don't know well it's like it it 
gets to this level where you're like, why is that your first instinct? Like, I mean, okay, I have to admit, like, if I see someone in trouble, my first instinct is like, I'm going to punch this dude so hard in the nose, his, like, brain is going to shatter beneath my fist. But <laughs> it's usually not like, he cut me off in traffic, I'm going to murder him. It's like... It's, I see someone in peril, like, I, I'm with Sasha. I don't understand why that's your first instinct. I see all these people who, like, team up to murder people, and I'm just like, what? How do you? They're trying to find a different hobby. Also, how do you all meet each other? Like, literally, I've seen kids on Reddit, like, boiling their own semen, but you, like, feel like you have to murder someone. Like, Ew. if you have to boil <laughs> your own semen, like, just go off. <laughs> What? I would rather people. Okay, you would rather someone do that though. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, but that yes, was just like I, I get left field. I thought that was like you boil nope. semen first and then you go murder yeah, people. No, 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 no. You do that instead. Do that <laughs> instead. Like, if you have weird hankerings that aren't harmful to anyone, do besides those. like being weird, like you know what's super weird? Fucking murdering someone. Just crazy. <sighs> What Deep do we stars. like? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I like nothing. I don't have any advice other than like if a man tries to you, just cut his wiener off. <laughs> Throw it in a box. Bury it for 90 years. Like, I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, shoot him in the leg. You don't shoot to kill. But I'm going to be frank with you. If someone comes at you and starts hitting you, just go ham. Go ham. If you, if you have a weapon, shoot to kill. It's not... Oh. It could be your life. So it was the other way around. Like, I mean, cops aren't supposed to shoot to kill, but like, yeah, but you're a cop. Um, you're a cop. Um, I mean, what I was told in training was, oh, <laughs> oh. This I is thought really if you pointed like, she got training. What I learned in the in the class, my carry permit class training Good class, for you. um, was this is bad. Don't take this advice. Don't kill other people. But uh, it, he basically said, uh, if it comes to shooting someone, remember it's easier to believe one person's story than two. Oh, <laughs> and I was Jesus. like, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, no, seriously. <laughs> what do we like? I don't know. Um, I, don't I, don't think know. We, I don't think <gasps> we have to do that. Unless you like something. What? That was a big oh, ass. Heck yeah. The new season of BoJack Horseman just dropped on Netflix. <gasps> That's happy. Well, I mean, kind of. I, I mean, mean, it's happy. Have you ever, like, it's like going to, okay. The best way I can put this is I started going back to therapy. It's going great. Love her to death. She canceled on me this week. She has strep throat. Totally. Aww, don't want to get that. Um, but no. Um. When my therapist tells me that we've done a lot of really good work, I know that means that I've cried and opened up about my feelings and been vulnerable. And I feel the same thing about Bojack Horseman. Like, it's so good because it opens me up and makes me vulnerable and cry about my feelings, which uh -huh. is funny because it's also peppered with, like, really dumb animal jokes. Like, yeah. Um, in this season, spoiler alert, Bojack did an episode of his show with Cindy Crawfish. Um... <laughs> And it's literally just like a sexy crawfish, but it's voiced by Cindy Crawford. Perfect. Who else would it be? Went. Yeah, who else? Ethan Hawke is just a hawk in a suit. Oh my god. Freaking great. Anyways, the show is really great. It discusses uh, sexuality.
spirituality, religion, mental health, uh, big time. Um, and it just absolutely incredible, hands down, like one of the best shows ever to come out in the past 20 years. Aww. If you don't watch Bo Bojack Horseman, please, 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 out of all the things I recommend and shove down people's throats, that has got to be the number one. It just, it, as someone that like suffers from a ton of mental illness, um, I don't know. It just, it's nice to not feel so alone, even if it is in the form of a cartoon horse. Fair. Right. Mic drop. Good job. Anybody else? Well, if you need something a little lighter to listen to, listen to the Snack Pack. It's on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast. It's there. Uh, we talk about snacks. Sometimes. I'm there sometimes. Michael and Natalie are great. Talk it out. Uh, I like that I had a bad day and was like, I need to feel better. And my husband was like, yes, we can eat pizza. Normally... He's the one that's like, aren't you on a diet or don't you want to eat healthy? But today he like telepathically read that I needed a fucking break before my head broke. So that's good. I got pizza. Nice. I, I also love that I, I, he should keep doing it. I don't know if this is going to be a new thing, but uh, Sasha's husband posted a story about the donut like... I don't know if he called it a monster, <laughs> but he essentially like described this small short story, literally in the Twitter character box of like Sasha wanting donuts, but all they had were was popcorn. So like the beast was sedated with buttery goodness. It was just so <laughs> delightful. I loved it. <laughs> I want Aww. more. I tweet at him for attention because he has notifications turned on for me. So <laughs> that's cute. Uh, yeah. So I wanted a donut, and I fell asleep after eating popcorn. And he wrote that whole story about popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. Cody, what do you like? I like that my dog likes to lay on the couch so that when my hands get cold, I can stick them underneath her, and she keeps them really warm. Aww. And I like that I figured out how to make the best trombolis in the world. And I made them the other day. And then now it's all I think about. Oh they're God. so yes. good. They're, they're... I'll pay you to make me one. Okay, yeah. We should do it. They're deep fried. Oh, hell yeah. Murder <laughs> blow sleepover. The stromboli sleepover. We can do like the snack podcast and your <gasps> cooking show all at once i already I have it. heartburn i already have heartburn uh, I'm about to in the best way. my stomach they were in like two nights before that my husband made um pan pizza in the oven on cast iron skillets so i've just been all kinds of pizza spoiled this week and it's been amazing that's funny i love it oh, wow. all right everybody we're motherfucking back in case you forgot. <laughs> sure you didn't. It. Hard. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Oh no. It it confirmed my next case, so oh, <laughs> I'm excited. Cody's next, right? Yes. But thank you for listening to Murder Bless. Catch us on Instagram and Twitter yes. at Murder Bless. Bye. 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 Bye.